Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. All right, welcome to another Peers Over Beers. I'm Chris Detzel and I'm Elizabeth Kinsey. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you again? I am doing well. How are you this week, Chris? I'm doing well. So, you know, next time I'm not going to, um, you know, do the introduction. I'm just a you say who you are because you're no longer a guest. You're just who you are, but you know, you're, I feel like I've been here timer. enough that I can, I can just come right in on that intro without any, <laughs> it's just a smooth landing. <laughs> exactly. So our pre-show, we're talking a little bit about planning. So both of ours, uh, planning is, uh, starts really in our, we, we call it FY23 um, and it's in February and I think yours is too. So, you know, what does that mean to you, you know, planning and everything else? Yeah, I think um, so we're the same. Our fiscal year starts in February. So we're in um, FY23 right now and we definitely start planning, you know, before February 1st, yeah. what are the big things that we want to do? What are the, and that starts really at the, company level at the exec level, and then kind of comes down into marketing. There's a lot of collaboration. Um, since we were acquired by Salesforce, we started using their planning methodology, which and measurement methodology, which is called the V2 mom. You can go over to trailhead and take a course on V2 mom, learn all about it, but essentially it's a way to organize your goals and how you're going to measure yourself, um, and really prioritize. And so it stands for, uh, vision, values, med- uh, med- methods, obstacles, and <laughs> measures. I'm like, shit, I should have written that down. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always forget what that, but it's too many. It's, it's such an interesting acronym. The, anyway, the, the more you say it, you know, the, the more you'll get the it. More you, well, the more you say it, the more you forget what it actually means because you just know <laughs> intrinsically yeah, what it means. Yeah. You're like, it's a V2 mom. Um, but it's similar in ways to like OKRs out of Google or yeah. any myriad of different ways that you can plan objectives and how you'll measure your results. Um, So for us, we, you know, we're working towards the the plan for the whole year. The V2 mom will definitely kind of change and, you know, is flexible, which is something I like about it. Um, And the other thing I really like about it is that you, the, the methods that you're using are not just a list of tactics that you're going to take. It's really like, what is the impact that we're going to have and how are we going to get that? What are we going to deliver? And then you can list all the tactics underneath that. Um, but it prioritizes them. So, you know, that first one, that is your top level priority. So it really gives you a path for what are we need to work on? What are we collectively working on? So for us, we're kind of right in the team level. So it comes down to me through marketing since we're in the marketing org, um, which is something that we were, it was interesting that we were talking about earlier as well. Um, but so we're, we're in, the, we're in the throes of that. So we've got like all the things that we, we think we want to measure ourselves against, um, all the, the vision is in the values are in. So now it's just fine tuning everything. And in the meantime, we've been doing stuff. So it's not like that train ever yeah. stops, you know, you're always planning and doing that's, at the same time. That's always the challenge. And we have something, I wouldn't say it's similar, but at least a, a planning and we call it a plan on a page. So basically, you know, all the way from the CEO and his executives, they each department has a plan on a page and then it funnels down from the executives down to me and us, you know, and we kind of deliver our own plan on the page. So, you know, I'll have, we'll have kind of what we call how we win 
initiatives, key priorities and outcomes, and then how are we measured by those things? And so that really just says, you know, this year I had one, two, three, four different kind of initiatives, which is, they're kind of big initiatives for community. And then I would just put out the priorities and outcomes and uh, those things. So well, thank you for bringing in your cat. What, what's your cat's name? Yeah, this is Itchy. Itchy, oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Where did this, he come up with the name like this, that? Is this his first appearance? Yeah, I think so. I think he, yeah, usually he's napping in the sunshine, but with the time change. Yeah, um, different. He's he's already his sunshine has already moved. Uh, so he was part <laughs> of an itchy and a scratchy. Um, oh. Scratchy was his sister, and she um, she left us last year. Um, but he's still around. They're nine. They were nineteen. He's going to be nineteen this year. So he's an old wow. guy. Um, but so they itchy and scratchy from The Simpsons. So <laughs> I love it. We're, we were <laughs> we were a big Simpsons fan and still are. You know, 19, 19 years ago. Yeah, you know, Simpsons have been around forever. I mean, I was just talking about that with somebody the other day. This this show just keeps going. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you talk about longevity in a community. Yeah, um, no uh, doubt, no doubt. We digress a little bit, but that's okay. we did. That's you know, um, the cat is always worth a digression. It is. Absolutely. Anytime anyone brings an animal into mm-hmm. like a work from home situation or a kid or anything, I'm like, no, no, we need to stop. Acknowledge. Say hello. Say hi. If How's it going? I feel Wave cheated. I feel cheated if it's just like a <laughs> guest appearance and no one acknowledges it. It's like, am I seeing the same thing you're seeing? Anyway. Anyways, um, so we're kind of playing on the page, and then then I, I'll create another slide or two that has all the tactical initiative or things that I'm going to go do to to drive those particular um, you know outcomes. So does that make sense? Yep, totally. I think the other thing, uh, I love the idea of like a plan on a page. It just sounds yep. very encapsulated. Um, and I think it's always good. One of the things that I try, I'm really bad at, obviously, is brevity. Like I'm just terrible mm-hmm. at it. And so for me, when I'm planning, it's like, how can I, how can I get this down to fewer words every single that's time? Right. And that's like the biggest, um, the biggest thing for me is like, how do I make sure that I'm not being over the top. Like, well, we right, the, over the way the I do it, the plan on the page is just make the word smaller. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are some, what are some of the things that I'm interested in? I'll, I'll share some too, but what are some things you want to accomplish big picture anyways, uh, for this year? Yeah. So, you know, I think growth is always something that's top of mind for communities that are still in. Do you mean acquisition, basically? Oh, no, I mean, like acquisition of community members, um, but not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. so I think that that's, that's always top of mind are especially, you know, getting more awareness for yeah. the programs that we're running, getting more folks involved. Um, another goal that we have um, is just overall community growth and being able to measure that, like who is the unique person in the community mm-hmm. and what are the, what's the overlap between the programs that they are participating in, which I think is a really good indicator when you're going to into building some like kind of an MVP program, which is eventually what, you know, I definitely would love to introduce yeah. at Slack. Um, but you have to have, you have to kind of know what makes people MVPs mm-hmm. first. And that starts with knowing where people are participating or what they're contributing. So getting that dialed in this year is a big goal. Um, I think we spent you know, a lot of, I think a lot of it is about like taking the foundations that we set last year and starting to build the first story of the house mm-hmm. and plan for the second story. Um, so 
that's what most of it's about. And then also just, you know, team excellence. So can we grow the team? Can we make sure that all the things that we're doing are in sync and in line, reworking well with our cross-functional partners? Um, And then, you know, community is at a lot of events. So how are we, how are we making sure that the community is represented in stories and in content and with activations? Um, And then of course, you know, how do we work with the rest of the Salesforce ecosystem? Because there's a bunch of really great communities and how do we make sure that we're connecting and sharing? So those are all things that are kind of top of mind for me for the coming year. So when you say, I'll get to mine in a minute, but I'm interested when you say MVP, you know, what, what do you mean exactly? So um, I think there's, I've seen a couple of, I, there's a bunch of examples of this um, in kind of B2B communities where folks are, they have sort of a higher class of community member that is usually application-based. It's usually review-based. It's all around what are, what are you contributing to the ecosystem? So a lot of times it'll be, you know, you're creating content on your own and you're, you know, sharing that out with people. You're helping to educate others. You're doing things like writing blogs, Mm -hmm. you're maybe hosting events on your own, maybe you're you're a user group leader, maybe if you have a forum or some kind of digital space, you're a top contributor, you're answering lots of questions. And like I said, a lot of this is usually like nomination or application based, Mm -hmm. and it's a small select sort of superstars, right? So um Kind of like but, a super user program. Basically. Yeah, like a, a lot like a super user program. Yeah, or like, so I've heard them called champions programs before, but I think Just that whatever, that's yeah. like, I think the nomenclature is, you know, MVP. variable, but yeah, I, would say I think the most MVP, most valuable, most valuable players. So I like that. So um, something that I'm doing is um, developing a rewards recognition and gamification program, you know, and, and so Really, what I want to do is a lot of communities have this, but um, really to start identifying, and I'm going to start calling it MVPs um, because, you know, super users is just, I don't know, maybe it sounds a little old school, you know? Um, but MVP. I feel like they uh, need capes if they're going to be super yeah. users. Like you just can't have a program like that without a cape. And, you know, not everybody looks good in a cape. So <laughs> and I'm thinking a- like. <laughs> and super <laughs> you're, you're getting me off again but, i know uh, i know I i'm it. terrible um but i think of super users as being a person that just really wants to answer a bunch of questions you know and maybe they're not doing much else so uh, maybe the mvp is kind of the word for it but is really starting to get to that mvp so that you know as of now i'm a team of one but i'm hoping to hire somebody uh either by may uh well, hopefully by may so if i get a we'll see but if I can do that, they can kind of run with that, you know, why I can do some more uh, additional, you know, more strategic things. But I definitely want to have that in place or at least, you know, skeleton part of that. So that person can just kind of run with that particular piece of it. Because, you know, I think that, you know, identifying those and, and developing those advocates and uh, MVPs is, is going to be key. Um, and I, I believe that, I don't know what you guys have around rewards, recognition, gamification, you know, badges and swag and all this stuff. I'm sure you guys give some stuff away. And, but that's what I want to get to. That's one big piece uh, for the year. But the other big pieces for me is, um, so I also own our, what I call RealTO Executive Council. Uh, so it's the executives that, um, of our customers that get together four times a year. And, you know, we, we, sort of kind of throw out our roadmap and say, this is what we're thinking, this is what we're going to go into. And they help um, 
influence that particular roadmap and, and, and a bunch of other stuff, you know, there's case studies and, and things, but at that level, you know, a lot of those folks are CIOs and chief um, data officers and those kind of folks. So how do you not just meet four times a year, but how do you kind of leverage that community um, of people to not just do things for you, but to really connect on a higher level basis. And one of the things that I really want to start thinking about is, and Slack has, you know, a, a great following and, you know, people love Slack and so and people love our product too, but it's a little different, you know, people will pay lots of money and it's highly complex and it's highly, you know, so Slack can be complex depending on what you're doing, but for the most part, you turn it on and you're just slacking people. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just, I'm not saying there's not integrations that people need help with yeah, and some hard yeah. stuff, right? There's definitely, yeah. And I think it depends on what level you're on, but I get what you're saying. Like there's a, a different level of complexity and, yeah. and, uh, and especially on that kind of enterprise software level where you're talking to that high level decision maker yeah. and then getting their feedback in is so important. And I think that there's something to, and I was talking to my CEO um, the other day about, kind of this view of uh, truly what is community. So he was, he was saying, Chris, you know, right now we have, we just started the executive council a year ago, but how do we develop that into many executive councils and many, many sub councils and things like that. And then having people, you know, kind of like Bevy does in a way, you know, they, they just have people running events for them. CMX events. That's what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we, that's and, what our community user groups And I'm are. like, that's what I want to do. Like, how do I go do that? And that is the key at the end of the day is I can have people from all over the world that I don't have to be at. And I could have a platform that, you know, really, you know, in theory, have something that really kind of, you know, gets those people in, you, you get their uh, emails and everything else. And you can really kind of just go deep and wide into the community uh, wherever you are. You just give people access to things, maybe give them some swag and just some help and things like that. That's what I want to create and do at the end of the day. And that to me is awareness. That to me is also potential leads. That's also developing your community to be better at using your product and, and, and advocating for your product. And, but not just your product, but about the, the, the uh, role of being a good data manager, a good data governance person, a good CDO, a good, those kinds of things is what I want to do is I want to go beyond the product. And I want to be the community in that space. You know what I mean? I love that. I love that product. Just the product. Let's, let's just do everything, you know, not everything, but, you know, let's get to a point to where we can talk to all data managers for all things data, you know, on how to build a data governance program from, from beginning to end, how to, you know, how to do entity resolution from beginning to end and, and those kinds of things, rather than just, Product does help, and, and we'll talk about the product, but that's not what this space is about. If you get good at these other things, this product fits right in. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's interesting. Um, so when I was at the last company I worked for, Branch, uh, and was running mobile growth, it was very, like, Branch as a product, we obviously supported and paid for everything, and it yeah. was our, you know, we ran the community, and I'm, they still do. Um but it wasn't about branch. It wasn't just about branch. Certainly there were moments where people would bring branch up. 
um, where it would be the tool that is actually helping them with something. And it's definitely, you know, if you are a mobile app product manager, you should go check it out. Um, but it was about, (laughs) it was about how do you grow your mobile app? How do you make a better app? How do you increase the, um, or decrease friction for your users? How do you design Like it was, how do you make sure that, you know, when iOS or Android changes something that as an ads manager, it doesn't, you know, totally screw up your whole world. So it's beyond the product. And I think that that's a really successful tactic to take. If there is a, if your community, which is, you know, your product is central to, but also has that. And I, you know, the over like the Ted talk thought leadership time too, but that stuff's important. I mean, yeah, it's all, it's part of customer education, right? It's part of that community education, because if you don't have the vision to see how the product can be used, it's a Mm. lot harder to get enthusiastic about the product. So they, I think they are very important sides of the same coin in that, you know, enthusiastic, like understanding the, the art of the possible is something that we like to say at Slack, um, understanding the art of the possible, but then also understanding how to execute on that mm. art. Like it's great to take painting classes, but if you don't ever put a paintbrush to a canvas, then who cares? And it's great <laughs> if you're just messing around, but if you don't have an idea of what you're doing or what you'd like to see the outcome of or a vision, you're yeah. just painting a house, right? Like, so I think they're the same thing. Lots of metaphors there. Lots of mixed metaphors. No, these are great because, you know, I can do, just take some of those stuff and put them out on audio or whatever. And, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, look, I think there'll always be a reason to have a product community, you know, for um, for people to get help on how they can do certain things with the product. But I'm also thinking about beyond that. And so when I think about that roadmap, which, um, you know, it's probably in, in my future is to really kind of think about the broader community, um, you know, and, and not just think about, because think about it, everybody has a data problem. Every single person or every single company has a data problem. You think about Slack, you think about Salesforce. It doesn't matter what company it is. Big companies, smaller companies start running into that. There's these different business systems that really are disconnected from each other. So nobody has a single view of their customer or even a single view of their product. You know, one of our customers, for example, uses uh, or has, um, uh, let's just let's just call it an aspirin of some sort, right? Like, think about the aspirins. There's, there's a five pack, ten pack, twenty pack, hundred fifty pack. There's extra strength, non strength. They're sold by you know pharmaceuticals. They're so, sold in the store somewhere else or at Target or wherever else. And, and so, you tr- try to think about how many different business systems are in uh, that manages all of those aspirin-like things, right? And so think about if you had one single view. The reason, I'm not trying to uh, promote the product, but Realtio does that. And so it's not just for IT people. Now, when people think of master data management, they think, oh my God, you know, that just hurts my ears. That's a lot of words. Yeah, (laughs) it's a lot of words. (laughs) But when you think of being able to get a view, a single view of your customer, or you have a data problem, we can fix your data problem to where you don't have all these disparate systems, a marketer's interested, uh, a sales leader is interested. You know, we don't just have to look at the CDOs and CIOs and the IT-ish kind of people. So that's the yeah. kind of community I want to build is, you know, you have a data problem, here's how you fix it. You know, like yeah. here's the sales, here's the way you do it. Or it could even by, be by industry, you know, whether it's, but but it's the same, it's, it's solving the same problems, you know. Yeah. That's the kind of community I want to try to think of. 
got very excited about that for a minute. Sorry about that. <laughs> we'll allow it. We'll allow it. But, you know, that's kind of what I think about, you know, or when I look at my plan on the page, um, you know, so those are some of the things I'm thinking about. Um, something that we did start thinking about is, uh, what was it earlier? We started talking about uh, something. I think we were talking about where community lives in an oh. org. We were talking about... Um, kind of were, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how we're both in marketing and how that's sometimes good and sometimes feels maybe not great. I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you saw the CMX um, industry reports came out this week. I saw it. I didn't get to read it yet. Lots of really interesting stuff in there. Um, I think by far the most interesting thing or one of the interesting things to me is that most of the respondents, I think it was, I don't remember the exact number, but a lot of them are in the marketing org. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, their community goals shifted to acquisition. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the primary goals. And it's no surprise to me that if you are in marketing, then a goal that you have for your community is going to be acquisition. Of course. Um, I think that that's, I I think it's really interesting also looking at the size of the communities and the Mm -hmm. size of um, of the companies and how that relates to whether or not someone is focused on acquisition versus on something like success or product education or any mm. of the things that we were just talking about. Um, but yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. I mean, wh- what do you think about marketing being a um, where community tends to live? I think that so the last couple of organizations I've been at, I was in the customer org or, you know, customer success area. Um, and, you know, so I thought of it that way a lot of, like you were saying, education or get the most out of the product or get them help. So some of it's support, some of it's education and, and those things. And, um, and even at Relti, I was put into the customer org for the first, I don't know, uh, almost a year uh, mm-hmm. until recently I moved over to the marketing. And I do find that it's a different language and a different uh, mindset, you know, because, you know, marketing cares about in sales, they work together uh, most of the time to really um, think about ac- acquiring new customers. So they're just trying to get new. Um, and so I've got to have to change sort of my language, not language, but the way I've got to continue some of the same things I did before from a customer and, and, and I haven't changed that. But I also have to look for opportunities to where, you know, am I bringing in new business, potential opportunities? Am I, you know, are my... Um, you know, when I look at the webinar program, I call it the Realtio Community Show. But when I look at that program, and I try to do one a week or one every other week, and you know, uh, I'm now pushing those contacts directly into Marketo, which goes into Salesforce and all that stuff. But from you know uh, an influence standpoint, one is it is it affecting potential new pipelines or people that aren't customers coming in? Are they prospects? Two is am I influencing? existing pipeline that might be for an existing customer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are starting to track some of that. So, you know, that's positive. And, and, and uh, you know, I do get leads in the community. So how do I push some of that into that? So I think that um, you, one is you have to, you have to make sure that you're valuable to the business. And so you have to kind of think about marketing, but you also have to think about your customer experience 
And what is it that you really want out of your community? Um, so I'm not against being in marketing. I think there's some really good things because they get digital more so than a customer mm -hmm. org. There's like, you know, why am I spending all this? You know, so when you think about resources like SEO, people generally that relies is in a, a marketing org or digital leader is in a market. And, and so you have more access to some of those digital things that are super important. But, you know, on the negative side is you can think about, you know, are you bringing value to that organization? If not, then you really got to think about and become really good friends with um, the executives on the customer side or, or product side, whatever value you're bringing and, and, and get them on your side to kind of push some of that. Because Here's, here's the thing is customer isn't really an organizational thing. It touches product, Everybody. it touches support, yeah. it touches customer success, it touches marketing, it touches a lot of shit, you know? And so it's hard to really, but as the leader, we have to kind of hone that in and say, who is our audience and uh, present to that audience. Like, yes, I'll give you one example is yesterday I was thinking like, I had to present in front of a marketing campaign team. So it basically is marketing sells together. And so they're going over the data around some of the campaigns they're doing and all this other stuff. And I thought like the day before, I was like, what am I going to present to this team? You know, I got to really kind of think about that. And I did, I had thought about, well, hey, there was this opportunity that came in um, because of community uh, the other day. You know, I'm going to talk about that. There's, um, uh, and then there were some other things that were more uh, geared around, you know, like we haven't asked me anything with our CTO Manish um, and founder. Well, I can bring, I can have uh, a marketing campaign and bring in leads so we can do that, but I can also bring in existing customers to ask Manish anything. So, you know, that's another opportunity. And then I have a customer case study that's going to talk about Realtio master data management on one of our webinars in May, you know, and, and how they got value and all this stuff. It's all, it's public now, but and I talked about that and say, hey, look, if leads want to know how Reltio provides value, or you know, let's push that out. But also people in our community is they're going to be interested too. And then we can track that over time to see if that provided any opportunities. Uh, but at the very least, you know, we get some leads out of it and we have an acquisition. We acquire new customers on community, but we also acquire as a business. So I don't know if that helps or answers the question, but I think you have to think the way that um the department that you're in thinks, but then whoever you're talking to, it goes for anything, customer and stuff like that. I think it's true. I mean, um, I have a marketing background and have spent most of my mm -hmm. community time in marketing. And so I think it's always been, I mean, that's just sort of been ingrained, but it, it does matter what, what the community is about, right? Like if yeah. your goals are acquisition and you're doing a lot of thought leadership and you're doing some product then it makes sense that you align with yeah. the marketing goal of acquisition. But it also depends on like, like you're saying, who's your audience, where are they in, when you think about a traditional, traditional marketing funnel, you know, for us, mm. most of the time, the community that we're talking to are people who are already users and are there opportunities for expansion? Are there opportunities to talk to, you know, all of that? Yes, true. But is the end goal of community to get that? It's not, it's to, and, and I, for us, it's not. Um, yeah. And so I think that, that's where there can be some tension if you aren't aligned with your executive mm -hmm. leaders, if they are looking at acquisition goals and you as a community leader are looking at education, deepening product affinity, customer mm -hmm. stories, um, you know, 
turning people into turning your users into the heroes of your product. That's a different goal than finding new people. Um, and so I think that there's the distinction and there can be some tension if you don't get that alignment. I'm really lucky we have that alignment. So I think that there, but there is definitely, and certainly look at the things that you're influencing, look at ACV, look at the, look at the opportunities that you're helping to create. But I think putting that as the primary goal for your community, if that's not in alignment with who your community is, it sets, sometimes I see, I've seen marketing teams do that with community teams and it causes a lot of dissonance. It's It's a good point. I love that. I'm definitely going to use that in a, a commercial type thing for peers over beers. That was really good. Um, well, I, I think it's true when you look, I think that you have to have goals and you have to, you know, like some of my goals are, Hey, you know, I want to help the marketing team to get a case study or two, you know, for the year or, you know, get a references and, and things like that, which is more of on the customer marketing side, which I'm not part of, but you know, you help each other to, to get accomplished. But at the end of the day, I love the way you, the way I kind of interpret it was let's make your, your community members, the heroes, you do that, then they're going to advocate for your product. They can do all kinds of shit, you know, that's going to be a lot of fun and watch them do it. And if you can get uh, agree agreement on that, which who's going to disagree <laughs> with that, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, but you're still going to have to have some of those goals, you know? Yeah, you absolutely. You can't you know, just show up and be like, we're going to have some fun time. Hey, I like community and we're just going to do these we are going to do these fun things. No, you know, you have to show value of why you're doing community at the end of the day. But, you know, more and more you're starting to see kind of these executives and more so for me, it's our CEO that um, just, just really believes in it, you know, and, and, and you can't have any better uh, supporter than your CEO. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Amen. um, Yeah. But there's, it still works because not everybody else thinks that same way, you know? Um, So I don't know. That was a, that was good. I really like that. Uh, how you kind of mentioned that in the marketing piece, that was really good because that resonates with me really good, really well. So oh my goodness. You, I'm being attacked by the cat. <laughs> itchy, itchy's like, you know, just loving you. I mean, he's, just, he's a big, he's, he attention. A, he's a cuddly little monster and he's also likes to climb. He's a little mountain climber. So, and for 19 gets around really well. I, I, you know, he can't really jump up very high anymore, but he can yell very loud for you to pick him up. So <laughs> it works out. He makes do he's adapted. Hold me. Um, well, anything else that, you know, when you think of the rest of this year that you wanted to kind of, or that, that you guys are thinking about? I mean, I think like you, you know, how do we reward people for their Mm -hmm. contributions? One of the things that I'm working on right now um, is just better ways to get people stuff um, to get them, you know, whether that's a pair of socks or, you know, so whatever it is, whether it's swag or whether it's um, some other kind of thoughtful uh, thing, like how do we just make that super simple? How do we make it super simple for my team? How do we make it super simple for our community leaders and for our community leads? So I am literally, in fact, waiting right now for a delivery of our, our of, of apparently there's some boxes coming to my house of swag. Um, that was the extra that I'm excited about. So Sweet. Uh, do, you then, use, do you use, do you use a, sorry, uh, but um, like a system like Sendoso to kind of manage all that? 
No, that's what we're working on. Um, so we we have a vendor that we work with, um, okay. and they're they are we've kind of been doing things very ad hoc, and then with the acquisition things, and then the supply yeah. chain issues, and that like swag. I anyone out there who is suffering <laughs> from the swag struggle, I would like to extend my deep deep <laughs> empathy because it is real. Um, it's. And, and it's not just us. Like there have been a lot of folks that have just, it's been a struggle because you have, like I mentioned, the supply chain issues. A lot of the swag is made out of the country that you are in. There's mm-hmm. getting it somewhere. There's even just like proofing something has gotten exponentially I mean, longer. And then like, on top of that, like complicated systems and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So yeah, a challenge for us is like I can get swag anywhere in the United States, Europe, probably, and then even UK. But I have a lot of customer or at least partners and some customers in India, right? A, a lot. And, and I'm like, I can't send it to that one system. So I have to go email this person in India that, uh, that we know, and they have to kind of build the swag in India and then ship it off there. You know, so it's like, God, this is ridiculous. Yeah. If you have a global program, you have to think about the operation stuff globally. Mm -hmm. And this is a challenge. It is not even, you know, like it's just, it's just hard. It's just a challenge. So making that easier is going to be blissful. Even if it's like a 10th, a 10th of a bit easier, (laughs) like that. Don't don't tell me you were just shipping out swag just from your house and just, you know. No. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's not true. Sometimes. Um, so when the two years ago, when the offices all closed and everything, yeah. they, um, I had just gotten a shipment of socks of slack socks that mm. were, um, that we, I would take with me to events to just have to like randomly give to people. Yeah. They would see slack on you. They come up and like, Oh, we love slack. I'm like, here's a pair of socks. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it's fun to, to, to watch. Absolutely. I love light it. Up. Yeah. Anyway. So we had just gotten those in, um, when the shutdown happened and when, when we, they packed our desks up, um, like the last bit, I went in and collected everything, but I left those there because I was like, I don't need 200 pairs of socks. Mm -hmm. Um, but then they packed the desks up and sent anything that was at your desk to your house. And so I get these two boxes and I'm like, what the hell is this (laughs) coming in? Oh, so I I have been sending socks from my house only because I I don't go to the office anymore. I, and I, I have a okay. Let's say you were doing socks. it at the office, though. I mean, so you were sending this way out. Yeah, from the no, office? if I was doing it at the office, no, no, no. We we had a system and things that like oh, we, okay. we went through a system. But the, this it. was just because this we were going to be like random giveaways that I would. Yeah. It was like my year supply of conference yeah. stuff um, that were extraneous to any other stuff. Anyway, but uh, with the we had a with the stuff that I'm getting today, we had to. Um, order a minimum obviously as you do and so we're like well what are we going to do with these other 25 and we're like in between storage places and I'm like (laughs) I just have been waiting for this order forever so just send it to my house and I'm a little terrified now (laughs) how much stuff is actually going to be at my house so I had to load it into the Subaru and drive it to the office but (laughs) we'll see (laughs) wow I love it though I you know we should we should have a I'll put socks in there first yeah (laughs) We should have a whole session around uh, rewards, recognition, swag, and and how you do it, process, things like that, how you build it, you know, because we're starting to do that too. Um, we should talk to someone who knows a lot more about it than we do. You want to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. If you find somebody and if I find somebody, you know, is it, is it somebody that is in community that has an amazing swag program and then they use, or is it, Hey, didn't know somebody in marketing that uses a system. And I think it's, I think I want, I want to talk to someone who's in community who has an amazing swag program and I want them to just download it into my brain as if I was Neo plugged into the matrix. <laughs> Did you watch the last one? Of course. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, some people didn't like it, but it was I, right. I was, I was happy with it. Yeah, I was nope, too. No complaints. It's all yeah. made up, people. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's nothing like that, you know, that first initial kind of matrix, the first You're few never going to awesome, get that then, back. You're no. never going to get there. Never that any experience after the first matrix of any other matrix movie. If that's yeah. what you're looking for, you are going to be disappointed. You're never going to see that again. And nope. if you are of a certain age, which is like anything older mm-hmm. than what, I don't know, or younger than 20, then you probably have seen that in video games your entire life. And it is not novel to you in any way, shape or form. So <laughs> But, That's what I'm saying. Everybody just take a deep breath. It's all good. It's just the Exactly. Well, Elizabeth, this has been a great uh, Peers Over Beers. Really appreciate you coming uh, back and we'll have you back again. But uh, thanks everyone for another Peers Over Beers. I'm Chris Detzel. I'm Elizabeth Kinsey. All right. Thanks everyone.